Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, and welcome back to the show, the Draws Cast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Today, we are going to begin a three-part series based on my recently concluded webinar titled The Five Secret Traits That Make Leaders Great. I had three main topics that I went through during that webinar, concluding with the biggest point of the webinar, hence the title, The Five Secret Traits That Make Leaders Great. So I'm going to provide you with three different podcasts on the three different topics and uh, giving it to you in smaller uh, digestible sections rather than trying to give you all that information at once. Exciting. It was a great webinar. Uh, For those of you who listened into it, I really, really appreciate it. If you didn't, again, now you're going to get a chance to listen to it in three separate sections or three separate podcasts. So before we go into the first section, which is traditional leadership styles, I want to remind you about my partnership with audible.com. If you go to audible.com forward slash the Drawscast podcast, you can start a free 30 day trial of audible.com where you can download as many eBooks as you desire. uh, And then at the end of that 30 days, you can decide whether to become a member of audible.com or not. So without further ado, let's lead into the four traditional leadership styles. And I'll be back at the end of this episode to say goodnight and preview the next episode of the Drawscast. Take care. All right. Welcome. Welcome to my webinar. Uh, my name is Jeff Drozdowski. And as you can see, the title of uh, my webinar here today is the five secret traits that make leaders great. I have been anticipating and so excited and can't tell you uh, again how excited I am that uh, I get a chance to do this and uh, share this information with the world. Uh, and I appreciate those of you who have found me uh, on my website, have registered and uh, on we go. It's going to be action packed. So on we go. First, about me. Um, And the long and short of it is, for the first third of my life, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, sports was my big thing. I started learning about leadership, uh, really, during my sporting years uh, here in Michigan, where I live. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be a good enough baseball player to get a scholarship to Central Michigan University to uh, play baseball. And we were very successful there and one of the first real influences in my life uh, as far as uh, leadership goes was my uh, head baseball coaches. I had one for the first two years and one for the next two years. Both amazing people, both amazing men taught me a lot about leadership. Uh, And then my life rolled into the restaurant industry and I spent uh, 30 years, nearly 30 years, Uh, in the restaurant world uh, on many different levels, consulting, actually managing restaurants, uh, district manager of restaurants, human resources, 
uh, you name it, uh, and training happened to be the last one over the last uh, 12 to 13 years. Uh, and as my life has evolved, I wanted to get my message out uh, to a bigger audience. So I released a book in 2017 called Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace. And of course, those of you who got on and registered uh, early, the first hundred of you, you were able to get a download or maybe even a signed copy of it. So thank you for that. Uh, and that is has uh, that book was kind of the start of where I'm going now. I do a lot of motivational speaking uh, to get the message of leadership out. I also do a lot of video blogging and podcasting. You can get all that on my website. So uh, as we move forward, feel free to go to drawstalks.com uh, to get all that information. So on we go. Now, what about leadership? Uh, the topic of leadership, not really a secret, right? We're not walking around going, Shh, did you hear about these leaders that we have? No, leadership has been out there since the beginning of time. But especially now over the, well, since the beginning of this century, uh, leadership has been evolving and it is no longer a traditional spectrum of leadership, but we'll call it new leadership right now or non-traditional leadership. So really no secret there. But where the secret lies is those traditional leadership ways of running businesses and organizations uh, are changing, are developing, are evolving. And in most industries, that is the case. Not all industries. And toward the end of this, we'll touch base on uh, industries that are kind of staying toward a more traditional style of leadership. So no big secret, really, when it comes to uh, leadership in general. The secret lies in the non-traditional leadership styles and the traits that it takes for leaders to be able to use those styles, to use those styles to their benefit and for the benefit of a company or organization. So here's our agenda for today. We're going to start with those non-traditional leadership types, just so you get a little bit of a background. Uh, then we'll talk about non-traditional leadership. Uh, and then we're going to talk about those five secrets uh, as they pertain to uh, non-traditional leaders and really the big topic of what this webinar is about today. So, uh, And then we'll talk about why the shift. Why has uh, things been moving along the way that they have, especially over the last 15 years or so? We'll tie it up at the end. I'll give you... Uh, some things to think about as we walk away from uh, this webinar today. And then I have a special offer, uh, especially those of you who work for organizations that uh, like to have speakers come in. I've got a great uh, value piece, uh, so to speak, and uh, would love to come and speak to your organization. So we'll talk about there. Uh, we'll talk about that there at the end. So on we go. So here are the four types of traditional leadership styles, uh, probably recognizable to all of you, uh, at least most of you, and a couple of stories as we move along in these as well. So the first one, the first type of traditional leadership uh, style is the autocratic leader. Um, this person, in short, is it's my way or the highway. And we probably have all had leadership uh, or leaders like this in the past. And uh, hopefully we're moving away from that 
some areas of life still need autocratic leaders, but most of us really don't. So uh, the first thing about autocratic leaders is uh, they're decision-making process is centralized. And that is they don't get a lot of feedback from uh, the people that work for them. It's their way, it's their decision. And, you know, bluntly, they will tell you, if you don't like it, then go someplace else. Uh, and, and they'll tell you that directly, those autocratic kind of leaders. Very little collaboration with their uh, subordinates. And just like with any leadership style, even though, most of us don't like autocratic leaders, there is some positive to it. And that is, especially the ones that make good decisions, they work well under pressure and they can make that tough decision in those times where maybe some other people may not be able to make the kind of decision uh, that they need to in short order like that. So autocratic does have a little bit of positive to it. Now, just to give you a little background on an autocratic leader, if you've never had one, uh, in my younger years, I had a, uh, a coach of a particular sport that I played. I played more than one sport, but out of respect to him and the people who are watching this, I won't give a name or, or the sport for that matter. But um, this person was very autocratic and a yeller and a screamer. And if you know basketball at all, think uh, Bobby Knight or think about other coaches that you may have experienced that just did a lot of yelling. Well, this gentleman yelled and screamed at us so much that um, at one point uh, he sensed that things were not well with, with his team. So he said, you know, listen, if you don't want me to be your coach, let me know. And uh, the team took a vote and uh, a razor sharp edge. We voted him not to be our coach anymore. Now, uh, Something crazy like that to happen in a high school environment is pretty rare, uh, but it did. Uh, it didn't end up uh, making that coach lose his job, but he changed and he changed for the better. And he became more of a non-traditional leader after that. Success followed after that as well. So that's a little bit about autocratic leaders. Now, laissez-faire leaders, uh, and, and pardon my French, but uh, laissez-faire uh, just means to be or as is, or it may mean something a little bit different than that. But it is a type of leadership style where the leader is very hands-off. Uh, the entire empowerment or the entire uh, amount of decision-making and power goes onto the employees themselves. Uh, it's easy to do. And usually it's kind of a cover. This laissez-faire type of uh, management style is usually a cover for somebody who is not somebody who loves to make decisions or even likes to make decision, decisions. They will put that off on somebody else. So uh, usually decision-making is not their strength. Lesson learned for me. As a younger man, when I first started running restaurants, the first restaurant that I ran took a laissez-faire attitude. Terrible. Uh, I learned a lot of difficult lessons from there. So I adapted my style to be successful. And that style ended up being still relaxed, still letting people enjoy their job, still letting people make decisions, but having more of a backbone myself to be able to make the tough decisions when they needed to be made. And it ended up being successful for me. 
<clears throat> the third way is the democratic style. Now, most people, and what I mean most people is, is let's take a department of 20 people and a democratic way of, of doing things. All 20 of those people are going to have a seat at the table and they're going to have an opportunity to at least put in their two cents to uh, to come up with a decision or to help let the group come up with a decision. Uh, now, the negatives on that is it takes a lot of time because really what you're doing is you're collaborating a lot, you're communicating a lot, and you're trying to get everybody onto the same page. And it's not an easy thing to do. So it can be timely. Uh, it can be costly as well. A lot of resources are used in this environment to try and come up with a decision. Uh, now, one thing that does happen is because it takes time to make decisions and not everybody is as invested into the decision making process. There becomes like peer pressure to make a decision just to make that meeting or that group uh, session be done. So some people are more invested than others and they'll twist arms, so to speak. There'll be side sessions uh, in order to get people to change their mind. And the nice thing about a democratic way of doing leadership is, is ultimately there's more buy-in by more people than under different circumstances. I'll use uh, jury duty as an example here. A few years ago, I was on jury duty and the stars aligned and I ended up being the jury foreman. And it was a domestic dispute case that we were dealing with. And on the surface, without digging into a lot, uh, the gentleman who was being charged with a level of domestic uh, abuse uh, really didn't do what was accused of him. So we went into our meeting after the trial, and most of the people in my group of about 12 said that this person was guilty uh, because maybe they weren't as invested in it. But as jury foremen, I felt like we definitely needed to come up with the right decision. So I laid everything out for the group, and I eventually got the group to change their way to see that this person did not break the law like it was laid out for us to try and decide whether he did for not. So I ended up saving that person time in jail. Um, and the whole environment uh, for the jury, uh, the, the people in the jury was, let's just get this done. But I wanted to make sure that we got the decision right. And I think that we did. So democratic style. And then there's the transactional style. And there really is no growth or no development in these transactional styles. Think sales when you think of transactional styles of leadership. If you do well, if you make the sales, you get rewarded. You get rewarded monetarily. You get rewarded with bonuses. Uh, you also get rewarded with pats on the back from the boss. Uh, and if you don't do well, depending on how least well that you do, uh, you will either stay on the bottom of the uh, of the different levels and sales, you'll stay at the bottom of it, uh, or you just may end up losing your job. So you get rewarded for doing well, you get punished if you uh, don't do well. Not a lot of leadership development in this environment. So salespeople are salespeople, um, uh, but not a lot of leadership growth in this environment. On we go.
Okay, so there's some traditional leadership styles. Okay, so there's that first section, the four traditional leadership styles. So what did you think? Uh, Have you experienced any or all of those different styles of leadership? Now, as we move into the second section uh, in the next podcast, we'll talk about the non-traditional leadership styles. And I think that you'll find, especially if you've been in the work world for a period of time, you'll see the transition that is happening between the traditional leadership styles into the more non-traditional leadership styles. Again, that we'll be talking about in the next episode. So thank you so much. I look forward to... uh, Hearing from you, always email me, jeff at drawstalks.com, or if you want to talk about booking me for an event, Lucas, with a K, L-U-K-A-S, at drawstalks.com. He'll be happy to talk to you about uh, speaking or training or materials or anything else that you might be interested in. So take care. Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you and bye for now.